Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Mr. Football Dad podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're going to focus on the division matchups here in the NFL playoffs. Uh, first game we got is Saturday at 4.30. We got the Texans at the Ravens. These teams met in week one with the Ravens winning 25-9. to It was uh, C.J. Stroud's NFL debut. Um, Texans struggled in that game, obviously, as you can tell by the score, 25-9. to But they were also one of four on fourth downs. Um, this is a strength-for-strength strength matchup this week. The Ravens rush rushing attack on offense versus the Texans rush D. So last year the Texans actually the last couple of years the Texans had arguably the worst rush defense in the NFL and this year they had if I remember correctly the third uh, best rush defense in the NFL and they bottled up Cleveland too um, yards per carry were like under three for both Kareem Hunt and Ford um, this is going to be an interesting game one for the fact that are we going to see a little bit of rust from Lamar or from the Ravens at all as a whole um, the Texans they're basically one of those teams that got in the playoffs and is is hitting their stride at the right time uh, the only thing is we've never seen a rookie quarterback kind of play this well um, especially this this early in their career so that's why I think this game is a little bit interesting um, from that perspective so what I think is going to happen is I think it's going to be a, a very slow first quarter. And maybe maybe we don't even see a score, but I think the Ravens are going to feel out the Texans. They're going to try to run the ball. They're going to punt a couple times because the Texans are going to make it a priority to stop that running game. And then I think the Texans are going to, um, again, they're going to struggle against the Ravens' defense early, uh, just like they did in their first matchup. And then I think he'll get going. Uh, I see I see Lamar finally getting a rushing touchdown. He hasn't had one in a while. And um, that focus there will allow um, the Ravens to get going offensively, score a touchdown or two in the first half. But I think overall this is going to be a low-scoring game. If I had to give a score, I'm going to go with the Ravens 20-17. to 17. Um so that means I think the Texans are going to cover the plus 9.5, and, and that means the under is going to be 43.5. But I think we finally get to see Lamar in a conference championship game, which is something I'm really excited to see. Uh, second game is the other Saturday game. We got the Packers at the 49ers. Um, that's Saturday, 8.15 p.m. Eastern, so it's that late-night game. Um, I've been high on the 49ers all year. I got a group chat with a bunch of buddies from high school, from Vegas. And uh, all year I've said, the Niners are the best team in football when they're healthy. And it's just a fact. Um, I think they're going to run the ball very, very well in this game. Um, Green Bay gives up 128 yards rushing per game over the season. Now, over the last three games, they're only allowing 88.3. But let's take a look at those games really quick. They uh, they put it on Dallas pretty early, so Dallas wasn't really able to run the ball, and they threw it all over the yard. Even though Dak had a you know a couple turnovers, he still threw for over 400. Um, and then if you take a look, they played the Bears, um, who seemed like they packed it in, didn't even have a good game plan. 
Um, and then if you go the week before that, they play the Vikings, who the Vikings don't have a run game. They really don't at all. Uh, one of the worst rushing teams in the NFL. So despite giving up only 88 yards a game on the ground over the last three, those numbers, like I said, are kind of skewed just from the fact that teams really haven't been good running the ball against them because of their own deficiencies or how the game, the flow of the game went. So the Niners will not, no matter what happens in the first quarter, if the Packers jump on them 14-0 for whatever reason, a defensive touchdown, a special teams touchdown, you know, turnover short field, the Niners will not stop running the ball. So I think I think the Niners run game is going to be key in this. Um, and like I said, Chicago held uh, – I'm sorry, Packers held Chicago to 75 yards, the Vikings 67 yards. Neither made the playoffs. Neither can run the ball like the Niners. And I also think on the other side of the ball, the Niners' defense is going to pressure Love. Um, he he looked great against Dallas, and uh, he's looked great probably since week 9 or 10. Uh, but I think the Niners' defense is going to give him fits just because of the playmakers they have, especially on the, that defensive line is so loaded. And Green, Bay, Green Bay's old line has been good this year, but when you have Chase Young, uh, Armstead, you got Bosa, um, I, I'm forgetting Hargrave there. They just got so much talent on the defensive line. I think, you know, Love will have some good moments, but in the end, the Niners are going to run the ball. They're going to kill that clock, and they're going to play great defense. And I, I said it in the beginning um, of this game preview that the Niners are the best team in football and healthy. Brock Purdy's healthy. Um, why am I drawing a blank on Trent Williams? Trent Williams is healthy. Uh, Debo Samuel's healthy. I think the Niners are, this is their year. They're going to win the Super Bowl. So I'm going to pick them 31-17. to that means I got the Niners minus nine and a half and the under of, uh, yeah, 48 there. So under 50 and a half for that game. So if we move to the games on Sunday, the first game on Sunday is the Bucks at the Lions, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's another rematch where the Lions beat the Bucks 20 to six in Week Six, but Week Six, just like we talked about with the Texans and the Ravens, that was a long time ago. Week Six. Um, but in this game, Tampa struggles uh, versus the pass, and Goff is usually very good at home. And so I think Goff is going to have a really big day, and I think this is going to be quite a few points put up in this game. Um, the Bucks also struggle to stop tight ends. Um, so I think Sam Laporta is going to have a big game. He's probably going to have, I want to say he's going to have over 100 I'm going to say it. Sam Sam Laporte is going to be the guy who has a big game to, uh, on Sunday. He's going to he's gonna have over 100 yards receiving, and I'm going to call him for a touchdown too. Um, the one thing the Bucks do have is a good rush defense, and uh, the Lions do run the ball with two, a two-headed monster, Montgomery and Gibbs. Um, so I think the Bucks will focus on stopping that run, but again, they struggle in the pass defense. Um, even though they beat the Eagles handily, um, Devontae Smith was killing them. So I think um, Amon Ross St. Brown, Sun God, is going to get his, but I think the big impact will come from Sam Laporta. Um, 
the Bucks also had the seventh most sacks on the year, so I think that's that's a way they can neutralize uh, the passing game if they can get to Goff. Goff was sacked quite a few times against. I keep wanting to say St. Louis um, against the Rams, but throughout the year they had the fourth best, uh, fourth fewest sacks given up. So. Um, Another thing is the Lions' secondary is their weakness. Uh, so Baker threw for over 300 against the Eagles, who have a struggling secondary. The Lions give up explosive uh, passing game plays. You could just see it with P- uh, Puka Nakua and Stafford just shredded them. So I think Baker will be able to get his. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. And what I what I was thinking about is like, how is this game going to play out? There's going to be a stretch where... It looks like the Bucks have have a stranglehold on the game. Then there's going to be a stretch where it looks like the Lions have a stranglehold in the game. It's going to go back and forth, back and forth. And I think it's going to come down to kicking, which is, you know, maybe a bit obvious in a playoff game where, hey, yeah, one team might win by a field goal. But I think that's what's going to happen. The Lions kicking has been a little bit suspect all year, and I think the Lions kicking game will cost them, and the Bucks get the upset. 27 to 24. I'm not picking all, you know, favorites here. Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, a lot of passing. Um, so I'm going to go Bucks 27-24. That means I got the Bucks plus six and a half, and the over of 48 and a half. And this brings us to the game of the week. Could be the game of the year. The Chiefs heading to Buffalo for their third recent playoff matchup. Um, that game Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, and there's just one quote that fits this game perfectly, and it's to be the man, you got to beat the man. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is 2-0 and versus the Bills in the playoffs, but both of those games are in KC. Everybody knows the storyline. Uh, Mahomes has never won a road playoff game, and the spotlight's on now. He's playing in his first ever road playoff game. Um, the Chiefs are not the Steelers or the Dolphins. I'm going to say that. Um, The Bills had to beat the Dolphins to get in, or to win the division, I should say, and then they had to beat the Steelers last week in a playoff game. And the Chiefs are not those. And I'm I'm speaking mostly defensively. Um, These two did meet in Week 14. That was when the Bills won 20-17. It's another rematch, like two of the previous uh, three games. The thing with that game is uh, that was where there was the throwback pass from uh, Travis Kelsey to Kadarius Toney that got called back. And I know it pissed off a lot of Chiefs players, a lot of Chiefs fans, the Chiefs kingdom. Um, So that'll be, you know, on the mind of Chiefs fans everywhere. So here's what I think about this game. Because, as I said, the Chiefs aren't the Steelers or the Dolphins, and what I mean by that is defensively, is Josh Allen will turn the ball over in this game. He's going to have at least two. He's going to make his plays, you know, but I think the bad Josh, or not the bad, the bad's going to come with the good, and he's going to have two turnovers in this game. Uh, The Chiefs are second in the NFL in sacks. They're going to be able to get after him. It's just can they finish the play because Josh Allen will make some plays with his feet. 
Um, they also have the fourth best pass defense in the NFL. Diggs had uh, only 24 yards on 11 targets in their first matchup. And I think the Bills must run the ball to win this game. That's the Chiefs' weakness. Um, they're, they're second in points allowed, but they can be run on. It just teams don't. They, I mean, teams try to throw on them. But again, they have, the, like I said, the fourth best pass defense. Um, and, and I don't know if the Bills are going to want to run the ball. I mean, we've seen they can, and we've seen when they do, they are freaking dangerous, man. They're a dangerous fucking team when they run the ball. Um, but will they? I think they should. I don't think they will. I think they'll still get they'll still get into some kind of um, play action and trying to force feed digs. And I'm going to stick with defense wins championships. And the Chiefs have a great defense. And it's a defense that's better than the Bills. So I think they get after Josh Allen, probably four sacks, two turnovers. This is going to be another low-scoring game. I really do. Um, and and this is the Chiefs trying to go to their sixth straight AFC Championship. They've been to five straight. They're 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 going for six straight. Um, I think Kel, uh, Travis Kelsey is going to have a big game. Fryermouth for the Steelers had 76 yards. Um, and Pacheco didn't play in their first matchup in Week 14, which I think is going to be huge. Um, I think the Chiefs will be able to to score some points. This one I still think it's going to be relatively similar to the last similar to the last one it was 2017. This one's going to be 23-20. I got the Chiefs plus 2 and a half and the under of 45 and a half just barely though. So, um there's just a short quick breakdown of the games. Didn't want to get too in depth. Uh mostly wanted to get my picks out there. So next week we will be back with another episode where we'll talk about the AFC and NFC Championship games. Um, we'll recap these ones and see where it went wrong and who kind of, you know, shit the bed, who was outstanding, things like that. And then uh, maybe we'll start looking at more of the draft and things that are uh, popping up in the off season. But mostly it's just uh, going to be a recapping of these games and focusing on the conference championship. So thank you guys again for tuning in to episode two of the Mr. Football Dad podcast. Thank you. Have a good night.